Hello, good evening, and welcome to another edition uh, of the Cantina Mickey's podcast. I think we're up to episode 228, let me say. 228 of, uh, it could be 229, I'm not sure. 228, 229, whatever it takes. My name is John Jagu. Glad to have you with us here on the Cantina Mickey's podcast. It is another lovely, lovely, uh, not cold evening here on the banks of Lake Travis in Lago Vista, Texas, which is where I am currently coming to y'all from and uh, very happy to do it very happy for y'all to join us we have uh, a lot to talk about tonight uh, hopefully we'll uh, get to everything in our little time that we have allotted for this show uh, we're going to talk a little chicharito we'll talk a little liga mequis we'll talk uh, raul jimenez who uh, had a bittersweet day today uh, in, uh, in wolverhampton and whatever else we get to, who knows what we'll, what we'll end up talking about here on the Internet Makers podcast. But we can't do any of that before introducing our panel. And uh, joining us from Irvine, California, is uh, Papa Joel Aceves. Papa Joel, how are you, sir? Doing good, John. I'm doing pretty good. Glad to have you with us, Joel. Uh, uh, Irvine, California, is is how far from Carson, California? It's about. 30 minutes. 30 minutes. So Carson. Depending traffic. So yeah, Carson is easier, e- easier for you to get to than the Bank of California State. Yes. So, so more, 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 more convenient for you. More convenient for you to go to Carson. It, yeah. it is, but, but, uh, I would, I would say I prefer the bank. You prefer the bank. Why, why do you prefer the bank? It's in your, it's in your just, old colonia. Yes, yes, it is. And then they have the new stadium that's going to be uh, looks like it'll be ready uh, this, this summer. Called the, the the Sophie Stadium, which is going to seat about eighty five thousand, which is uh, over in uh, in Inglewood. Uh, and then hopefully, hopefully, we'll get to see some moleros there. Yeah, I was about to ask you, well, is, is that going to become the new Azteca North? It could. I mean. I mean, it depends, you know. We saw, we saw how the Rose Bowl took away some games from uh, Mi Selección from the Coliseum. So who well, knows? I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it now. I bet you, uh, I bet you one dollar that Femex Food signs a contract with some to play one game a year at the new Sophie Stadium when it comes online. Like like they have like the like the deal they have here at uh, Jerry's place. That would be yeah, that would be good. Anyway, Joel, uh, glad to have you with us here on the Cantina Mix podcast. Uh, we'll have a a lot to uh, a lot a lot to get to tonight. Of course, over uh, on the other side of uh, of the greater Austin metropolitan area in uh, southeast. Greater Austin, Kyle, is uh, Albert Gampa joins us. Albert, how are you, sir? Hey, John. How's it going? Uh, you, you uh, know, uh, we got we to talk some. I know Hawaii is going to be anxious to talk some uh, Copa Mekis also. So <laughs> like, add that to the list, uh, to the Galactico list. Oh, well, absolutely. List. <laughs> and, 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 and how about that, uh, that, that poor kid uh, at, at Pumas who, who, who gets erroneously red-carded? 
and the guy who gets you know who who, who had committed the infraction like just like lets lets it happen. I missed I it. it. I missed it. But yeah, that's, that's that's sad moments. So dual sad moments, oh. but uh, I guess I'm used to I'm used to those. You used uh, the the betrayal or the uh... the results, the final result of uh, failure. Oh, okay. But yeah, Pumas. Well, you know, that's uh, you know, teams teams win and lose. It's not uh, it's not always a one way street. Mm-hmm, correct. Anyway, well, I'm glad to have you with us, uh, Albert. I know we have a lot to get to, but it uh, looks like someone else has hopped on. Here oh. on Captain Mackey's podcast, Jaime. And it's uh, well, 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 and 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 and, and well, hang on a second, hang on a second. I, I, I see. I feel bad now because I want to get this right. So now I have now I have to go look. Just bear with me for a second here. It's, uh... This is just riveting, riveting uh, <laughs> radio right now. I don't know what to expect. Be I, I, I hate to say it, but I, but I can't I, I can't find the name of your town on my little map. Oh. It's, uh... We are live from Enyaq, California. Enyaq. The Nock, right? Isn't that what you call it? The Yak. The Yak. The Yak. The Nock. <laughs> Nock, Yak. Hey, whatever it takes, right? Whatever it takes. So over uh, up uh, up up in the Yak, Jaime uh, Andelos joins us. How are you, sir? I am doing great. It's been a it's been a fun week. Me and Bethel have had uh, some discussions, and um, yeah, I'm just excited to get it get it going today. All right. Uh, excuse me. My apologies. Well, Jaime, I'm glad to have you with us now. Now, before we get to the to, to discussions, uh, I, you know, we were. Uh, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty bullish on uh, on Chivas uh, after the past couple of weeks, and uh, I'd say that was that was a pretty disappointing result. Uh, uh, and when I say disappointed, that they that they did not win uh, there in uh, in, in Pachuca. So what happened in Pachuca? Oh, yeah. You're talking about the league game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they didn't come out to play; they came out to defend and. Well, uh, hang on yeah. a second. I thought I thought that these were the 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 the, the space goats, the, the the Chivas Galacticas, that that take no prisoner and win every game four five zero. No, that's what I mean. I mean Pachuca in their own home, not come out to play. They came out to defend. So we we got to figure out the bunker. So so Chivas is is their their, their power is so immense. The teams have already realized that the only hope they have. Is to, is, to, is to play the one eight one formation. <laughs> That's the media hype, John. Uh, and it's, it's yeah, uh, hey, so... now. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Now, before we, we, we blame the media, I, I I seem to recall not two weeks ago, someone who is who is usually uh, I'm not yes. going to say it. Uh, 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 well, I'll just call him a, a self loathing She must have called for a not only one title, but but. Two titles, a doblete, this year. So, yes. so let's let's yes, not sir. pretend that is that, that 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 the only folks that are hyping up uh, Chivas here are the. Uh... No, no, I'm saying it's within the realm of possibilities. But one thing is to to be able to win those those things, and the other one is 
you know, being compared to a to Real Madrid, because that's where the whole Galactico term comes when they built their super squad and they had all these big name international players. Just they just had pretty much does how Yeah. They had David Beckham. They had uh, Ronaldo, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, he was part of the Galactic. Was Zinedine Zidane? Was was he on the team? Yes, he wore number five. <laughs> just disgusting. Roberto <laughs> Carlos. Figo. Figo was they a big had, part of that. Yeah, yeah, that was the first one I mentioned. Ta- thank you. Uh-huh. Was it Val Nistelrooy, right? And Raúl was. They didn't. Raúl was no, still there. I can't play? remember who the who the defenders were, but I'm sure they were, you know, the best on the planet. So, so, yeah, so yeah. obviously, but, but, but the, the names that we just mentioned, I mean, I mean, really, when, I mean, you have, <laughs> you have La Chofis. La Chofis. Uh, I mean, I don't even, I, I mean, you don't even, I don't even even need to go beyond that. To, well, to I mean, that it, it pretty much shows like some of the exaggeration from the Mexican media. So comparing Chivas having a good transfer uh, window to uh, one of the historic teams. It's pretty ridiculous. It goes hand in hand with comparing losing a World Cup qualifying match to Brazil losing a World Cup title at, you know, the Maracanazo when, when they lose the big the big match against Uruguay. Can't call it a final because that's just not how the World Cup was set up back then, but it was the it was their must-win game you know, to compare that to Mexico losing, what was it, to Honduras? Aztecaso. So it's, it's the media, like, it's always, you know, they always have this affinity to, to So in other words, so, the, so, so it's, okay, it, it's okay for you to call for a doblete, but you draw the line at calling Chivas Los Galacticos. You draw, you, that, that, that's, that is a line you will not cross. Well, because when it comes you to don't have, Chivas. well, you don't have to be dominant to win doblete. Uh, Chivas doesn't have to do a, a Liverpool and go on a 40-game undefeated streak. You know, they don't have to pummel every opponent. You just got to get to the big dance, which is Liguilla. And you have to be in eighth place is good enough to get into Liguilla, right? And then after that, it's a lot of times it's a coin toss. Uh, and then same with, uh, same with Copa MX, they're already in the finals. You know that's that's just that's just uh, that's just too long to put on the t-shirt, Joel. So to, to, to sell t-shirts about about getting Chivas hyped up, you got to do just enough to get to the Liguilla, and then and then beyond that, it's a toss-up. You know, it's a, it's a hard yeah. sell. Well, do, well, do I should I should I should I expect Chivas then to uh, to, to win this weekend? Which which match are they playing? Um, um, we played Toluca next. Oh, Luca, so that that's, that's good. Against... So you have to go against Chef Guardiola. Oh, man, I'm seeing corazón I'm dividido, Chef. corazón dividido en la en la. I'm en seeing la, a lull en, en, en la casa casa de well, los aceves. I'm seeing a lull in confidence here. I'm getting a sense of. Luca, uh, I'm sensing. I a have two chiquis to, uh, to Atlas, so I think our our chances are pretty high. The hype is coming to an end, man. And so in, in, in Toluca with 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 Chep, the 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 the, the great Jose Manuel de la Torre coaching Toluca against uh, so what so Joel, what would be the ideal result here would, would it be like a well fought three three draw 
Wait, is, with, is with, this at? It's. Would this no, be I'm, a, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not talking this. this is I'm, a, talking, I'm talking. I'm talking Joel Joel oh. centric, a Joel centric result. Well, yeah, being, 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 the the Chepo, being the Chepo fan, it's, that a, you are. it's a home game. It's a home game. It's oh, a it's, home it's in Guadalajara. It's in Guadalajara. Okay. So Chivas has to win another home game. That's. So, che, so Chepo, it, Chepo just has to take it. A huevo. Chep, no, Chivas has to take it. Well, as I'm saying, so Chepo has to take the line. In your mind, Chepo has to take the line. So, so this weekend, Chepo para ti no vale nada. No vale ni madres. Yes. He's, he's just the other coach. He's the enemy. El enemigo. Pretty much, yes. Oof. Okay. All right. So so no no corazón de Dios. You are 100%. I had a question for Jaime because I missed Chivas the Atlas game. Yeah. Yes, what's up? Hey? Was that a cup game or was that a... It was the Copa Nekis. Okay, because ah. I know they lost. They were beating the Caxon and they, they, yeah, they lost they, that. Three, yes. They it was it was it was on it, it was a wonderful microcosm of how much of how a Chepo de la Torre. Uh, but then uh, I think there was a controversial call too. There was a penalty last minute, and that's why they lost the game. Ouch. Ouch. Of course, never Back. ceasing to be a controversial topic. Uh, referee in Mexico. You know what? It's the same everywhere. It, it is. It's just worse. <laughs> no, it's, not. it's just not. It's just not. It's just not. Trust me when I tell you, it's just not. It's not worse. I think it's different because in England, it's VAR ruining the game. And then in Mexico, it's lack of use of VAR and, and some calls that referees look the other way as they're receiving a check under the table. You know what I mean? Right, yeah, because the referees are, are fixing every single match. Not every match. Oh, but not every when match. You, you, got, uh, you got networks that own teams and teams that are by the same owner. I mean, there's always going to be some asterisks next to some uh, results. Man, I should play the, uh, the X-Files music for you when you... <laughs> is a, is this Ron? Is this Ron on the on the? Yeah, no kidding. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. Atlas got so, some uh, legit goals to beat. So it, it sounds to me, and and, and 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 we'll we'll loop back to this uh, toward the end of the show that that, that both of y'all uh, be because of the expectation that have been heaped upon upon uh, uh, Chivas by, by by their fans, by the media, and it seems like by the entire planet that Chivas should get this win against. Against uh, Toluca this weekend there at the uh, at the Estadio Acron. All right. Uh, the big news of the week, of course, is that uh, it was made official. Chicharito goes to uh, LA Galaxy, uh, becoming the highest-paid player in MLS history as far as salary and then with some other incentives, etc. Uh, the transfer fee was was it was it nine million, ten million? It was somewhere around there. So. Uh, Chicharito is now uh, officially a member of the Galaxy. He makes his debut uh, against Houston Dynamo, which I was really, really thrilled about when I saw that. But then I saw that it's going to be on exclusively on Univision, which is like, oh, well, it was unfortunate. Hmm. But uh, Chicharito is now going to be in MLS, and uh, it, it, it turns out that this is, has been, uh, for some reason, a very emotional 
decision that was laid out, uh, and apparently the emotion got to Chaito because he was he was crying when he was talking about it when he was doing his blog, and uh, it just uh, a very interesting uh, week with uh, with, with Chicharito going to LA Galaxy and, and seeing some of the reactions both on both sides of the border, which uh, I thought was interesting. So, Joel, uh, Chicharito goes to LA Galaxy. Is this uh, what kind of move is this for for, for Chicharito to to do this? What kind of move? Well, I think it's the best move for him. Um, personally, but I know a lot of fans are disappointed. They would have preferred him staying in Europe. But I mean, I think he's looking at the, you know, the door's closing in on his career. Most players will retire by the time they're 35, between 31, 32. His last contract, no matter where it went, it was going to be his last contract potentially. Like his last time to do something big, try to win something, um, to be one of the protagonistas at club level. I don't. I don't think he. Uh... Not, my my desire wasn't for him to stay in Europe necessarily. I think it's if he is not getting playing time. A lot of people were saying maybe well maybe if he needs to get playing time he he should move again. He he just moved, and when you think about his vlog and the the transparency that it gives to his life, um, is it his newborn? Well, if if you hear his wife speak about it also, it's 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 sort of hard to move, and then to move again to another club, like say even like a, a lesser, a lower club than Sevilla, or even like a second division Belgian club, which I gave in this ex- as an example, just to stay in Europe and get playing time. He did that. Would that even be worth it? I would say, man, forget that and just go to LA Galaxy. So I'm, I, I'm okay with him going to LA Galaxy. I think so, he is towards uh, the end of his career, just like Joel said. He is retiring, and I, I'm not, I have no problem saying MLS is a retirement league. All evidence shows that MLS is a retirement league. Now, it doesn't mean that he's going to be partying and he's not going to practice or he's not going to well, try I mean, his yeah, best. I, sure, but I mean, he's on the decline. I, Just like I think of MLS as, as a retirement league, I think of the uh, like the, the the guys that are over thirty five, like you know the, the Schweinsteigers and uh, you know the Cuauhtémoc. You know, he was what thirty six when he went to, to MLS. That's what I think about. I, you know, Chicharito does have. Especially now at MLS, I think he has a good two to three years that that he can give a league. Yeah, I don't I don't see age though. For sure. I see he's not making it in Europe, so he has to come back. He's not getting minutes in in Europe. And and Hoyle and you guys can talk about well the coaches. Well, that's, that's but, 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 let me let me I, let me finish though. Let me finish. You guys can say like the coaches, or he's not getting his chance, or his agent did get him to the right club. That's that's all within his control. He needs a good agent to get him to the right club. He needs all the circumstances to – he needs to impress the coach. If the coach likes someone else, then he needs to break that like of someone else and impress and do whatever he can footballisticamente and, 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 and impress the coach to get – to break in. If he doesn't, then that's on Chiquis, him. Chiquis, I don't think it Chiquis. was in his control when uh, Moyes went into uh, West Ham. <laughs> that was like the worst thing that could have happened to Chicharro. If you're as West Ham, it's always in it's always in his control. If you if he and and 
and yeah, it's, but if it's, it's impossible. Favor you, then he just he straight up just doesn't favor you. Yeah, I mean, is okay. Let's say if Ronaldo was under Moyes, who's gonna is he gonna favor? Is he gonna like diss Ronaldo or Messi? So, so it but is in your control. Comparing Chicharo to Ronaldo and Messi. Ex- exactly, I am. Well, because if like, he wants to break in, if he, if he not wants, not a fair comparison. Right I'm not comparing. I'm saying if he wants to break into a, a guy like Moyes, he's got to be Ronaldo esque. He's got to be a superstar. He's got to like push everyone to the side, and that's what Europe is. That's what competition is. You don't go over there to be like, oh, I hope all the stars align so that like maybe the the guy who's in front of me gets nah, injured, man. and and then I get the chance because he's injured, and I you know I pop in there and I do. I perform. No, you got to perform to where you just shove everyone out of the way. You alpha in there yeah, and you take your spot. Yeah, but you're talking about like uh, 1% there, Chiquis. I know. That's what I'm talking about. So like, the other percent yeah, end up doing what he does and retire and go back to MLS. That's that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. That's my whole point. Nah, yes, that's a big... Uh, that's ignoring a lot of factors that come into play, man. That's like saying... It's it's like Raul. I think RJ nine is a good example. He couldn't fit into uh, Simeone's system. Goes to Portugal, and even there, he he has a bit of a difficult time. And what helped him was that he had a good agent who happened to place his one of his coaches in England, and that's why he went to Wolves. And and this is this that's is two. Life. These are two teams in a row, though, for Chicharito. Two teams in a row yeah, that well, are not I mean, giving him happens, the minutes. Man. So, so it's so it's not. Yeah, it's, I, I would, it may not just be the coach. West Ham a, a failure. I mean, like, like, like. Well, like not West a failure, Ham. but he, was he getting the ideal minutes towards the end? What were his reasons for taking a pay cut and going to Sevilla? Was he getting the ideal minutes? The same with Sevilla. He took a pay cut, and now he's at Sevilla. They say. Yeah, but Sometimes things just don't work out. I mean, you're exactly. not going to bat. You're not going to bat a thousand every single every single place you go. Exactly, it's just not realistic. And, I, and that's and that's the reason yeah. why he's leaving. And I agree with him leaving because things are not working out. It's and he's yeah, on but, a decline with his age. I'm not, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure why you think anyone was arguing with you. I'm not. I'm just. I'm just. I'm not saying no one's arguing with me. I'm just saying this. This is the fact. And and him returning back is like he said, the beginning of his retirement. He's on the decline. His age yeah. is up there. His dad even says so to him, that he's at the point where it's not a straight line, and you're not going to be at the highest level all the time. And it's okay for him to, you know, take comfort. He deserves it, and go to a league where he's going to be the undisputed starter and get all the minutes he needs. Well, Why? Well, because let's, he's on a lesser uh... league. There are less opponents that are going to try to take his position. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> no, he's I'm not saying anyone cares. Ball. I'm just stating the facts. I'm just saying that. Okay, but again, but, 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 but I mean, growing punch. That's great. But I mean, he's going to play and he's going to score lots of goals and it's going to be fun to watch him. Well, what is so awful about that? There's nothing awful about that. I'm just saying he is at a, yeah. he has at the decline of his career. He is retiring. What? So there's exactly. no reason Which for calling, for not calling MLS a retirement no arguing, league. Nobody's arguing yeah. the, the opposite right. though. No one's, no one's over here saying that. I think the thing is. With the, Chicharito is. Chicharito is arguing. He's defensive right, right. on all these points that I'm making. Yeah, yeah I mean, but Chicharito is, is, is a hired. He's a hired gun. Is is what he is to, to come into to MLS right now. That's what the, he, the way I see it is. It was sometimes things don't work out, just like John said, and it's obviously very emotional for him because he still feels that he can compete in Europe. And a lot of us that that were hating on him, and a lot of us that were 
upset of his decision to go to the MLS is because we know that he is still good enough to compete in Europe. Maybe not Sevilla. It just wasn't the right manager or whatever the case may be, but he still has the qualities to go out there and compete uh, in a different team, in a different league. Uh, for him to go all the way to the MLS, it was I, I think it was premature, especially because he's only been at Sevilla since September. I mean, that's not enough time for you to, to call it quits. But he's just frustrated. He wants to play. He wants to play every single day. And this just happened to be the right move at the right time. And he's going to kill it over there in the MLS. He's going to score goals. He's going to be going back to what he was doing best, and that's just playing every single game. And if, and, he, um, if he was younger, I think he would have stayed because he would have had more time to, to compete and maybe like not, not start every game. But yeah. he's getting older, so he doesn't have time to waste and be well, and be riding the bench. Remember the kind of style, you know, the, the style of play that Chicharito is when he was 21, and now he's 31. So this, it's been what 10 years since since he went over here. Now imagine a 21 year old that plays like Chicharito. Exactly. That's and then Chicharito trying to play like he was 21. I mean, who's 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 going to look? He just exactly. he has he has. He has to find a different skill set. You know, the, 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 you guys are right. He's he, he's he's entering the last phase of his career. So his coaches aren't crazy. So, I'm sorry. So his coaches aren't crazy for going What's after crazy? some uh, for like benching him for some young kid who who's only scored like three goals or whatever. So there is some reason to the co- there is some intelligence behind the Sevilla coach and the West Ham coach and the guys. I'm not saying that that's there. what happened there. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just painting a picture. Yeah. I mean, Luke I agree. Jong's only two years younger than Chicha. He's 20. Yeah, I mean, and he came from like the Dutch league. So I like, I don't think it was much of, Oh, Luke Dijon is better than Chicharito. I just think that he straight up didn't have a good relationship with, uh, uh, Lopategui. Yeah. So there, yeah, there you go. And Lopategui, or what was it? Chicharito said in his, in his, uh, naked humans thing that, but they got mad at him for even talking to Galaxy and showing that, oh, you're not concentrated on, on Sevilla. You're already concentrated about, you know, one foot out the door. So yeah. you're not being professional. You know what I mean? So I think, like, he just had a bad relationship with Lopategui, and, and this is what, what happened. That yeah, happens and, and, football, man. and I side with Chicharito on that. I think, you know, you can look at other offers, and they even and stressed it. It wasn't him. It yeah. wasn't him. It was his team that was dealing with all this stuff. He was concentrated, and he's a professional. I know he's a professional. He's got like the the strongest of mentalities as far as you know having pressure in big games with big clubs. And he was even asked going to LA Galaxy if he's going to feel pressure trying to win titles for Galaxy, and he said no. He's he thrives off of that. But when it comes to pressure from the press or pressure of criticism or him going on his Twitter replies and seeing people hating on him, and and he sees Feitelson, he tries to you know he quote tweets Feitelson because you know he's hating on him. That's where he gets all defensive. That's where he gets sensitive, and that's where his like life coach feeds him all this like response of arguing and. And uh, and defending and justifying his his stuff when he straight out said he's going to he's on the decline he's retiring calls it pretty much a retirement league he then he corrects himself and says uh, you know that's not that's not what he meant but he pretty much just just states you know the the obvious a lot of people were saying that you know the Spanish translation was not correct that he was just leaving and then he pretty much states yeah it's it's retiring it's he's on the decline but just because you're saying you're beginning retirement. That doesn't mean that you know MLS isn't. He's not saying MLS isn't a retirement well, league. Well, 
So that's my like. I mean, I, I don't care either way. My uh, my sort of you know thing that I chuckle at is just his defensiveness and his his sort of He's trying quite to justify. defensive. And and I don't think he made the right decision of how he went about announcing this. I don't know. I just feel like you make your decision and you move forward. You don't upload a video the day after your interview with the MLS of you breaking down about this move. Like it just doesn't look good, man. And it just goes back to like all the people that are criticizing him because they see that he's not as confident as he used to be and that he's not surrounded by the right people i don't think he's being surrounded by the right people the people that gave him the best advice was his family was his parents but he's surrounded by the wrong people man they're all just leeching off of him and they're all yeah we're gonna go to los angeles like we who the hell are you bro like you're just like a, a life coach friend or whatever he's like, yeah, i'm gonna i'm gonna sell my lamborghini so we can move in and maybe we'll have the same house and like dude what the hell happened bro like who are these people well, I, I, don't know. I, I don't have too much. Like I, I, I've seen people. A lot of people actually say that they need that he needs to get rid of that guy. And and I, I, I see like how he influences him and how he like tries to be all philosophical with him and his and his mentality and his state of mind and his confidence and all that. I, I don't think it's really necessary. But I don't have too much of a problem with him like coming out in, into the open and being transparent with his blog and stuff. I think it's sort of mm -hmm. it's sort of neat to see the insides. Of and you know his emotions and how he how he works with his family and things, um, it, it exposes him to criticism and stuff like that. But I don't I don't have too much of a problem with it really. Other people do. Like other people are saying that 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 he never should have recorded that video, never should have posted that video to the public. I sort of like it. I enjoyed it. I didn't. I don't think anything negative of him after seeing it. I think you know it shows him his emotions. It's like he's a real person. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's the last thing that uh, you know that, that, that people want to remember about <laughs> the people that they see on little boxes. Chichachion. But I mean, that's all going to change. He's going to go to well, MLS. Well, the last time, the last time he was crying, I remember he cried on TV with Leon Krause. He went on like an unbelievable tear. So uh, maybe that maybe that's what gets him going or some. I think he just needs therapy, bro. Some tears. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes he's got to have a good cry, man. It happens. He, he needs. I think he needs a therapist. Um, well, that's what that guy is, man. He's supposed to be like his life therapist. No, that's not a. He's not a therapist. That guy. I wouldn't trust that guy. <laughs> he you needs know, an you actual know, some, like, doctor. Something I found interesting. I, I didn't know about. Uh, Jaime mentions Lopetegui, and that falling out, and I have to link that with Chicharo taking a pay cut and something else he said in the vlog when he's talking to his dad and he says, I'm not willing to make sacrifices. Yeah. No, just to be able to compete, mm -hmm. you know? And, and so I feel like probably the directivo promised him, Hey, if you come to Sevilla, you know, you could be our key, one of our key players. And he, he does this jump and then the coaches probably, you know, does just doesn't have that. Um, you know, he's he's what's, what's, uh, what's the name of the of, of the of the famous GM? Is it Ponchi at, at Sevilla? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Ponchi. Sure. Anyway, I, believe, I, believe, I believe his name is Ponchi. Ponchi. Anyway, Ponchi. So, so I, th I think I think Ponchi brought him, and I don't think Lopetegui had, had you know just one of the they just probably had no had 
no interest in having Chicharito on his team. Yeah. Um, and if that happens, that ha- you know, that happens. You know, like 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 Rattel, You know, sometimes things don't work out. And if Chicharito made a rash decision, then he made then he made a rash decision. Who who are we to tell him otherwise? Uh, I personally believe that, uh, that that this is the as as everyone pointed out, it's, it, 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 it's the start of the the next phase of Chicharito's life, and I think it's gonna. If if things go well for him in MLS, which I think they will, then I think that he is going to end up uh, being a uh, uh, w- working as a commentator for for TV, but not for do they in there or for Televisa. Right? I think it's going to be for Fox, <laughs> and it's going to be in English. And, oh, uh, one so, thing. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but um, one thing I thought that was interesting in all of this is that. Uh, Chivas were not a team that approached him. Well, they couldn't. Well, it, it, yeah. <laughs> even if they Remember, couldn't, you, you, you can't play for three teams. So why on earth would they approach him if they, if, 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 if they can't have him on the team? Well, they said that the last time that he had contact with Chivas was World Cup year. So. Yeah, but even to bring him, you're talking about $40 million transfer. No. Not, not – well, I mean, you have to include wages. Well, I mean, so, yeah, yeah. so you think ten million or twelve, whatever, he's going to cost, yeah. especially if we're going further back, and then yeah. his yeah, wages Chivas, for they'd have, to, they'd have to pay at least double, probably triple for Chicharito. I don't think else. the money would have been an issue. <laughs> I just, I just think that it's important to bring up because people are saying, well, you know, if you are going to make this move, if you are going to begin. You know, and I was one of those people that said, "Man, why the why didn't he go to Chivas instead of like LA guys?" Well, that's that's part of it. I mean, wages. Chivas does. Yeah. High, There's no think way. Think about could. that. Yeah, think about the highest wages they pay. It's about two million. Two point five is probably what was peak Pulido making, uh, and Chichas is making what close to seven. He's making what three, three of their. Best paid See, players and, 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 and this is this is why I think this is a massive indictment on the Yankees. Mass is 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 the fact that that, that their most popular team uh, one can't get a TV deal in this country, and two doesn't have any kind of financial footing to make a deal where they could have gotten Chicharito. But, if you want, if you want to be a big boy league, and this is supposed to be a big boy team, that's how you make you know you need to make big boy moves, and that and the fact that they, that they, that it, that it's so out of the realm of possibility that they can't even entertain it is just what does that what does that say about about Liga and Aikis and about US? I disagree. I think that MLS, <laughs> I think that the MLS has to overpay for players to get them to play in their league, whereas in Mexico. You're not going there because we're forcing you to. We're, you're going there because it's a competitive league and it's respected in the world. And you don't have to overpay well, for, I don't, for the same time. I don't think they, they overpay. Chicharito is not worth $7 million a year. I'm sorry. I don't care who you are. He is not worth yeah. at, at his age, he is not worth that much money salary. He's probably do, do worth you know, realistically. You know what? <laughs> real, realistically, he, could, he should be paying two to three. Oh, can you can you, uh, can you remind me what what city has the largest Mexican population outside of Mexico in in, in the U.S. Should should be Los Angeles. Uh, okay. I think Jaime needs to be reminded that uh, jersey sales just skyrocketed, and their uh, season tickets already. I think they're already. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not discrediting how much money he's going to generate. I'm just saying that 
Well, I mean, it's, that counts into what he's worth. It's a, exactly. it's a different. It's a different. <laughs> like, look at Gignac. We don't really know how much he's actually making. They, you know. Yeah, I heard about six million, five between five and six was the last I heard. But then he did resign, but he's like thirty-five now. Because he's, yeah, but, he's the, but the reality is, is that there's only there's only three clubs in Liga Mekis that even come close to being able to compete on that level, and that's it. But I yeah, mean, and, it's, and it's because of who owns them, not so much right. because of the club. Exactly. It's because they're the only ones that have the cash. All I know is I know for a fact that money was not a factor into, like, the possibility of, Ch- of Chicharito come back to Chivas. It was – it's not because they can't afford him. What? <laughs> what I, I come don't, on, I don't, dude. You're, you're, I don't know what you're – no TV contract. That means uh, less in sponsorship. Even what, about in the, the US sponsorship what about the $7 a month they're getting from us from Chivas TV, man? What, what about <laughs> they show us the numbers and then we could see how much they really made? I don't think uh, I don't think Ron any numbers. I don't think Ron could diss Chivas as much as you guys are currently. Poor little Chivas, just, man. Just, they can't they can't take a few pesos out of their bolsa to uh, pay a chicharito. It's pretty pretty sad. The state of affairs going well, on I mean, in Mexico. It, we can ignore well, Chivas has had it, financial it, problems. It, but but again, this is not something that, that, that that's been. Like like this is just happening. Chivas, this is Chivas has been Chivas situation for at least the past fifteen years. Yeah, well, even even going back to La Promotora, yeah, uh, I mean it's not like early nineties. Yeah, that they had to rent the club out. I mean, why would you imagine like that's like hearing that like uh, you know Real Madrid had to rent out their club to some to some group that was going to manage it. Because they they couldn't make enough money to sustain it, you know, yeah. and that, like, what was it, uh, Promotora, and they had the team for about ten years, and then they had to sell it. Like even even after ten years, that the you know the socials couldn't even make enough money to be like, okay, we're gonna sustain, you know, we recovered financially, we got this. No, nope, they sold it. They straight up, first buyer, first come, first serve. It, it's Pergara ended up with Chivas. We're gonna we're gonna change to the uh, Galactico crest. We're gonna buy a jersey with the Galactico crest. Become a Cambia Paises. <laughs> no, but but as far as the Chivas, my my opinion on what Jaime was saying as far as going to Chivas, I, I understand. The thing that's sort of weird is how in the press conference today with Chicharito sort of reacts again defensively and sort of like looks down on everyone who 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 even mentioned him going to Chivas he couldn't he says he he, he couldn't go to Chivas and we all know this true uh but what about staying in Europe a little bit until he could or what about going to Galaxy like he did right now and then going for like a uh like a year or two or three winning some titles and then going to Chivas eventually which he still might do uh but I, I highly exactly doubt it what's gonna happen. I, I think I doubt that though because Check this out. He's got a family. He don't need to live in Mexico. His wife was complaining about how Sevilla is like 20, 25 years in the past. They don't have Uber Eats. They don't have what all this stuff. And, and what is Guadalajara going to be? Is Guadalajara better than Sevilla as far as a city with techno, uh, you know, commodities, technology, and hey, all these? They have, they have, uh, they, have um, they have the taxi. The, uh, what's they have Rappi, yeah. And they have Uber in Guadalajara. They you think, she, you think she's going to go in that dirty Uber? <laughs> 
Hey man, I'm just piling on. I'm just piling hey, on bro, with you guys. In Mexico, they have the moto taxi and they deliver food to you to your doorstep. Yeah, bro. with a uh, with a rapi. Oh, okay. Yeah, bro. Well, I, I understand. Well, what, I, I understand what you're saying, though. I think but, he might do like a Oribe Peralta and just do like a, like a half a season and just all right. I wore the jersey. Bye. Going back to LA. Well, yeah. Wait, I, I need to. I need to say the whole thing. I found it kind of funny. The whole Sevilla's 25 years uh, behind. Well, it depends what part you live too. That's because that's a really old city. You know. It's, like really old, they, they still have uh, Roman columns in certain areas. Uh, so yeah, I, I find it was that from the naked humans. The, the exactly, naked yeah. humans. She didn't have she, was... uh, she didn't have internet in one part of in one room or something like that. She was like, I you know after a long day, after a long day of uh, babysitting, <laughs> I just want to like order food to my door and. All I have is McDonald's, and I was just like, "Oh my God, who did you marry?" I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna bring. I'm not gonna bring this into it. But uh, I showed some of this stuff to my wife, and I won't. I won't tell you guys what her reaction was. I, w- I won't even bring. Uh, it. Listen, that's not. Why? We can change subjects. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder what part they were in, though. That that's. You can tell us after that. the podcast. <laughs> uh, when the 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 places they were eating looked pretty nice. I mean, that looks like a nice. And I've actually been there. Hey, it was a long time ago, but we we have a special guest, Hugo Sanchez, man. I, I would like to hear his hot take on on Chicharo. I think I think Hugo's uh he's he's just he's a, tuned he's, in to he's, listen. He's a, he's he's a listen listening. only listen only tonight. <laughs> yeah, sometimes he's he does a, chime in, but he might be busy. He might chime in later. I think he might be uh, wrestling people or something. So. Let's talk about the the fans that are gonna be. What what, what there's a, I feel like there's a specific type of fan that is gonna go to uh, a Chicharito MLS game. And we saw we saw. Here we go, Galaxy! Here we go! Here we go, Galaxy! Here we go! He ain't he ain't wrong though. Who ain't wrong? Because I mean, you guys you all saw the videos of him at the airport and. A lot of the fans that they interviewed uh, on uh, Univision, they were like speaking Spanglish. <laughs> they were like throwing in English words when they when they didn't have the Spanish equivalent, and you know they just one of one of them had a blue and white flag. I saw the, some girl uh, cheering in their their English chants, their English songs for LA Galaxy. So uh... let's just say when it comes to the comal and the tortillas they use a fork to to flip the tortillas instead of using their bare hands that's that's the type of people we're dealing with <laughs> the fork are you t- are you telling me that you actually use a comal to hit your tortillas to hit your tortillas how else are you supposed to do it man with do and you don't over the flame that's if you want a specific type of uh tostar But it's just, I, I just Star think it's Wars. interesting. Sorry, man, you cut out. The other day, Cole, you'll love this. I was talking about Star Wars. Hey, hey so I was watching A New Hope the other day, and I said, what is A New Hope? I said, it's Star Wars, Episode 4, New Hope. Oh, jeez. Oh. 
Or as my mom would say, hazme el favor. <laughs> the lack of knowledge upsets me. It's just interesting, right? Because you got obviously first generation Mexicans and they fall into one side or the other where like they grew up super close to their culture and like speaking Spanish fluently and they support, you know, Chivas America and national team. And then you got the other ones that were like, I don't know, they they didn't speak English or Spanish growing up and they're kind of like molding into the, like the American culture. They like soccer because like their dad likes soccer and then, but it's the MLS and it's like easier to follow. You know, you can go to the games and, they're speaking your language, and then you got a big Mexican star that comes over, and then all of a sudden you're just no. What well, I, I think, I think, well, I think you said it right there. You could go to the games. So if you're someone that wants to regularly go to the games, then you're more likely to go mm-hmm. to MLS instead of waiting for the summer or the winter. You know, twice a year or whatever for your team to come and play in your city. So that's I think that's the main thing, and. That's the one thing that's going to be happening with, with stuff like Leagues Cup and other stuff where you're going to have Mexican teams coming more often, playing. And not just like an amistoso, but at least playing for something. So do you smell... Do you smell... Down Do you smell down the road? First of all, I'd like to point oye, out the, oye, oye, the penta, hypocrisy penta, 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 of my buddy penta, penta, Jaime. Sir, I'd like to point out the hypocrisy of my homie Jaime over here, acting like ESPN's Alvaro Morales. All of a sudden, he's leading the crusade against Chivas, when we all know he's the biggest Chicharito fanboy around. I was until he made that decision of retiring. <laughs> Anyway, as, as, as far as what kind of fan base Chicharito is going to be facing, probably still a lot of Mexican haters, a lot of Central Americans. In, in fact, I, I mean, I don't, I don't have the dates on this and the stats, but I want to say that part of uh, the built-in LA rivalry in the MLS, uh, which I'm uh, not a proud season ticket holder, but I am an LAFC season ticket holder. Uh, for the record, and I'll admit that. Um, Chivas, I'm sorry, Chivas, LAFC has kind of become the... Hugo, 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 this is, this is, this is, I gotta, I gotta play this, man. But, but, to be, to be honest, and I hope they don't uh, kill my account, uh, I've sold I've sold plenty of my uh, game tickets uh, on StubHub or La Reventa, uh, if you yeah. will. So, so, so are you seriously gonna? Hey, I bought the season tickets, but I, I, ne- I never went. I, I swear to God, I never went. I never went. Uh, I never no, went. I've I gone I think six times, six or seven times in two years. Be that as it may, uh, and I don't have the raw uh, data on this. Maybe Joel can help me out here, but it seems like uh, part of the built-in uh, rivalry with LAFC and the Galaxy. Is that it seems like the Central Americans, uh, and you know, by default, all the Mexican haters have gravitated towards uh, supporting the Galaxy, um, whereas uh, a predominantly Mexican and Mexican American Porto crowd supports the LAFC. Uh, you know, I'm I'm no wizard on that. Don't quote me on it, but that's just my perceived uh, 
uh, that's just my perspective on, on things, uh, you know, being standing in the 3252 standing room section uh, over at the bank of uh, Carlos Vela Stadium. So you sit in the supporter section. Carlos Vela. You're in the 325. Do the 325. I think he's right. I think you're yeah, right. I actually have, uh, I have, four, I have four tickets. And I typically uh, sell them uh, each match I cannot attend or uh, anything that's a little juicy, anything above. I believe I paid 22 bucks a seat, and I sell anything that's above 60 bucks, uh, guaranteed. I, I want to. I want to yeah, believe. I want to believe. Man. I want to believe that. I sort of tend to believe that, and that's an interesting fact. If that's the case, that uh, Central Americans will be supporting. Uh, LA Galaxy and the Mexicans sporting LAFC. A lot of Mexicans might be uh, might be Cambia, Cambia, okay. Los Angeles, Cambia, well, that, that Cambia Angeles, Cambia Angeles. They'd be like, oh, Chicharito. Well, that, that was their that was their to go team because they had uh, Team Fuegos well, for a long time, and then they had a well, uh, little fish. Chiqui, since they're now both over here, would it be a Cam- would, it, would would they be Cambia Pochos? Cambia, cambia pochos, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Cambia like angels, that, cambia angeles. Fans, fans that jump, from, or cambia angeles, yeah, fans that jump from one. Uh... You know, we, speaking of which, we haven't had Profe Cambia Rayas on here in a long time. You know, you know, he must have been very uh, conflicted watching that uh, that, that Chivas Pachuca match uh, earlier. He was glad it was a tie. But, uh... <laughs> I bet he was. <laughs> See, that's what, I, that's what I was. I was waiting for Owen to tell us that he wanted. The when, 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 the the Chivas versus Chepo, which technically, if, if, if I'm not mistaken, if uh, if I'm not mistaken, that that would be technically. If I'm, ask me if I'm wrong, Juan. But it would. So that would that be a. Technically, a, a Chiva contra Chiva, Joel, uh, Chepo versus Chivas. Yeah, it kind of is. The De La Torre name is just ingrained in Chivas. You just can't talk about Chivas without mentioning De La Torres. All right. I'm, All right. So. I'm surprised you guys haven't talked about uh, the Dorados game. Are you guys waiting the Copa, on that? The Copa game. Yeah, I'm surprised you guys haven't. Uh, what that that she was lost to a second division team at home. Yeah, there's there's nothing there's nothing to be said. Although although I'm, I have to ask you, Jaime, if, if, if Chivas does lose, at what point? Uh, how long will will it be before the Chia the Chia Manos get going? Chivas, hey, you know what? I'm gonna put my tinfoil hat. Chivas is is uh, coincidentally the return leg. It's going to be shown on Chivas TV. The same. Well, it has to be because they, they can't be on a... No, that's not true. Because it's yes, going to be it in, is. It's going to be in Culiacan. Yeah, it's, but, but they, they announced the, it already. They bought the rights oh, for did. that. Yeah, they did. And just throwing out well, there, you know. Aren't you lucky? Aren't you lucky <laughs> that you'll be able to watch that? Make, make a bit of what you will, but, uh, you know. I will say this. For every all the fans saying... Well, why aren't they putting the reversals in? You know, they bought all these. Well, now we know why. They put all the new players in, and they just look completely out of sync. Well, and of course, it's because they they are out of sync. I mean, let's be honest. It, it takes time. It's not FIFA, man. 
You know, it's not like you can just open, so that it's not like you can open a player pack and boom, put them in and the magic right. happens, you know. So when, uh, when, uh, when, when a, a, the national team would play a, a friendly and they looked disjointed, especially in the second half where there's like nothing mm-hmm. but gamias, right? And it's dudes that have never played together before. People, oh my god, they look terrible. This is the worst, worst Mexico game I've ever seen. You know, just on and on and on. It's like, what, what did you say? It always, uh, it always crazy. Yeah. So yeah, of course they're going to be disjointed. I mean, I mean, honestly, a win there would have been would have been a miracle, a miracle. Yeah, and it's unfortunate that uh, Alexis Vega got injured. He's going to be out for uh, probably about a month. That is very unfortunate, but I, I will I will say this uh, that uh, uh, El uh, Chicote, that dude has some skills. Chicote he is, is a good player. He was basically a left fan the whole game. Like I know his position is left left back, but he was just so aggressive. He is a and, good player, and he's actually one of the few players um, that should be starting every single game. He's the kind of player that, that like, if you have a five-three-two, would just just he'd be like just 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 like a, a, a straight-up carrilero like that that can shoot, just absolutely do all sorts of all, all kinds of damage. Like like when Guardado was uh, was was uh, was was a really young player that the kind of, that's the kind of player he was. Yeah, he looks good. Uh, it was also nice to see Chevy Martinez for a little bit. I think he's going to be the future. And um, they also introduced a, a new player, Ortiz, but I think he was prematurely put in the starting lineup. I don't think he was ready. As my uh, my analyst on my uh, when I do my pregame show says, "Hey man, the only way they're going to get better is they got to be on the field." So let them be on the field. True, true, true. There was a lot of upsets in the Copa Mekis. Morelia lost to Cafeteros. Like 4-1. It wasn't even close. Yeah, and then I know that Pumas uh, uh, lost to Santos pretty pretty ugly. Uh, not not in, the, in the most uh, aesthetically pleasing ways. And they had a... A kid get a seventeen-year-old kid makes his debut, get a red card uh, erroneously, and Martin Barragan has been a complete failure at at, at Pumas. Just hasn't done anything. John, I'm glad you brought up Pumas. Sorry to cut this, cut you off right there. I just no, don't please, want I'm to forget. You, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you did. <laughs> <laughs> no, because this is Pumas related, and I wanted I wanted your take. I don't know if you saw this article, and uh, Martin was linking to it. This guy was talking about what's been going on at UNAM. Oh, I haven't read any shirts. Yeah, he highlights a bunch of stuff, and I. I'm Am I going to have to be sitting it. down? Oh, I'm sitting down when I'm reading this. <laughs> I think you will, and I I saw it, and it's like, oof, it's he well, has a lot of detailed should, stuff. Should I? Hold, I, I, I need to get some confirmation. When I'm sitting down, should I be sitting down in a very specially designated area of the house? Mm-hmm. Well, probably not that bad, but I mean, okay, okay, all right, all right. you know, it's, it's, we talk about teams that should be doing better, and I know we we were hammering on Chivas, but Pumas is right, you know, in the seat right next to Chivas. Oh, yeah, there, there's no like, question. You're absolutely far, right. There's no question. Yeah, especially for, you know, the attraction they, they create and the popularity and all that. They're just not where right. they you know, where they should be. And, and the other one, frankly, is, uh, is Cruz Azul. I mean, it's time for them to put up or shut up, too. And they need to, you know, I think, you know, 
getting rid of Pelaez, you know, here's another example, you know, with Pelaez, you know, did, did he think he was going to make it work with Hurtado? It turned out not. Because that guy that Hurtado, did you see what happened to the guy that Hurtado brought? Did you see where he ended up? Which guy? Because um, he brought a lot of guys. El, el, el Paul Fernandez. See, that's a good player. And you're in Boca that they're not going to take just anyone. Right. I, I do think that was... <laughs> what does that say about, hey, thanks, Gusasun, for giving this guy and this guy on a bargain, you know, I'm sure for a bargain. Yeah, because you know what? They, 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 they let him go, you know, which happens a lot of times and you have, like, players... A lot of times there's probably someone way better than you. So every now and then you got some talented guy fought through the cracks. And then he ends up with two teams that end up, both of them fighting for the league championship. I think he did one. I think he won one. And then the other one, they were runner up. But regardless, I mean, I, man, that's, that was a good capture. And, and then, you know, he just came in with all the turmoil going on. And now he's back at Boca. So I wouldn't be surprised right. if in a year we see him in Europe or or maybe they sell him to MLS for a really high price. Or, or, or scoring the winning goal in the Libertadores his final. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, I don't. Yeah, it's it's sad what's going on at Cruz Azul now where it's like they can't, they don't even have their transfers in order. They're still looking for players. Coaches are about to get sacked two games into the season. I think if you're a Cruz Azul fan at this point, you just, you go from cutting, what is it, sideways instead of across? I would... You know, at that point, you would just say, you know what, uh, you know, I've been uh, I've been an albanil my entire life. Maybe, maybe it's time for me to become a carpenter. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, I know I that. For... Yeah, I do too, because I'm Cruz Azul. Uh, you know, I grew up in a, in, in, in a period during Mexican soccer where Cruz Azul were the the gigantic masters of the universe. I mean, they were they were by far the biggest team uh, in uh, in Liga MX, and it was it was it was they weren't, they weren't even close uh, to to who was second. I mean, they were just huge. I mean, they played uh, they they played at the Azteca. They were uh, you know they always had the uh, the, the five o'clock. Uh, Saturday game, so they were always on first, and it, it, they they just won everything, and we had that half the national team were Cruz Azul players. Uh, they had they had it going on, and uh, they got a lot of fans because of that. And I went to that League's Cup uh, final. It was between Cruz Azul and uh, Tigres, and this was in Las Vegas. And you know, Tigres is team that's supposed to have fans all over the. You know, create there was there was no doubt that Cruz Azul was the uh, was the home team there. Even in in, in Las Vegas, I mean, they, they have a huge following, and and for them to as Juan says, like Pumas to, to 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 not be able to keep up with what what's happening in Liga MX, it's it's uh, it's it, it, it's an indictment on them. But to me, it's more of an indictment on the league. I think I think the league is there in, in a position where they, they could probably help their teams a little more, but they won't. And uh, I, it seems like they don't have the uh, the vision to do that. So hopefully uh, hopefully they will at some point.
Wow. Pobrecitos. <laughs> I don't know if you get, I was playing My Heart Will Go On, but I don't think the mic picked it up, man. I heard a little bit. I heard like, <laughs> I thought I was John playing it. <laughs> so Jaime had never had never experienced sad flute. He got it last week when he was oh, actually actually talking about uh, why Chicharito didn't choose Chivas. He was, uh, yeah, was so I, I played the sad flute for a while while he was talking about it. I mean, I look, I, I think Jaime. I mean, look, Masa didn't return to Chivas. Neither did mm-hmm. neither did uh, pretty much no one that's gone to Europe has come back to Chivas. They've gone yeah, to America. Yeah. They've gone to Tigres, but not Chivas. Yeah. And, yeah. and so, to, yeah, it's a different, even Fabian. It's different so when, it's a, when it's a striker, and it's different when it's like, you know. <laughs> popular, the more the most popular Because Amano um, Bravo came back, you know what I mean? He ended up taking the, the scoring record for us. And did he wait, play did Atlas he come? before he went back to, to he, he played a, He played a Cruz Azul, Tigres, Atlas. I mean, he, he also was, came back oh, to Tigres. He went to MLS. Yeah, he, he, no, no, but I think he came back to Tigres first. Yeah, he did. So, yeah, but so my thing is, like, none of the Chivas that have left returned straight yeah. to Chivas. They've gone to other clubs. Then, I, then, I know he'll, he'll end up eventually, but... Maybe not, man. I think, because, look, I think that what Amaury was saying from the interview, because he, you know, he had an interview. He's like, I'm going to do whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Like, really? Yeah, but that's what he said. But, I mean, and Chicharro said said how he hasn't been approached. He's like, I haven't been exactly. No, no one's ever even approached years. me, man. Well, what see, are you that's, talking that's, about? <laughs> that, that's the kind of shows that type of long-term planning. Uh, like LAFC, for example, they wanted Chicharro for a long time. They did. They were trying to court him. They did that big that game that I won. Yeah, that game that I went to in LA, Hoel against Croatia, where Chicharro yes. scored a goal, and the and the LA Coliseum went bananas. By the way, uh, there was a, a huge uh, a tifo from LAFC asking Chicharro, "Hey, Chicharro, think about LAFC." I mean, they they were openly courting him. <laughs> yeah, and I, I bet they've been courting him, not just like LAFC. I, I think, well, I think after after they got Bell, I think that. That's where all their money went, but I think the league and uh, different teams from from this league were courting him and and trying to see how they could accommodate him. Eventually, was like, man, no, no one else is going to give me this type of attention. Might as well take it, man. Let me ask you guys this: since we're talking about Vela, who's going to score more goals next season, Chicharro or Vela? I, I think. I think uh, Chicharro has the potential to score more because I think he's in a overall stronger squad. So I think he has he could he he could uh, yeah could do that. I, I see LAFC and I, I wish Hogan uh, would have stayed here long enough to tell us because he he's gone to six games. I think that's six more than any of us. That's more than any of us. So he, he, outed, he outed himself. He outed himself as, a, as an LAFC supporter tonight. I don't. I don't <laughs> he, think so. I think about you know, he might. He might lose his uh, penta pichichi status. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't have to disagree. I think Vela. I think Vela has the best chance to score. How many did uh, he score last season? Thirty-four. 
Yeah, he broke the MLS record. I don't think he gets that many this time. I think they both get over if they both stay healthy because, you know, when you're over 30, you know, things are going to – you're going to have to maintain your – I hope uh, Javier's life coach reminds him that he has to keep his body going. Mm-hmm. You know, he can't, he can't do what Giovanni did when he went to L.A. And, and you know, I need to make the, a uh, – I mean, it must be tough for Vela, right? You were the MVP, you scored the most goals, and you still couldn't get the job done. So it's like, how do you come back from that? You know, obviously, he's probably going to take it a little bit differently this season. He, he can't do it all himself. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna have to like having a disagreement with Joel on who's gonna. I think Vela would take it. Vela would beat out Chicharito. And then what Ugo said, which was. Um, Oh shoot! What did he say? <laughs> lost, my, lost my train of thought. Uh, I think in regards to what? In, in regards to the LAFC and Chicharito, all oh, this whole uh, the whole rivalry. Continue on. I forgot. I'll think of it in a second. <laughs> totally lost my train of thought. Well, I think they'll both well, get over twenty goals. While 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 Chiquis is thinking about. Oh no 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 no! I got oh, I got to I got I got to take uh, uh, I take offense to. Uh, Google dissing, dissing on my man Alvaro Morales. I'm a, I'm a, oh. I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge. I'm a huge fan of. I'm a huge fan of Carlos Albert. I'm a huge fan of Alvaro Morales, and he has stated that he predicts Chicharito to score between 15 and 20 goals. 15 and 20. Mm-hmm. I, I tend to agree. I, I tend to agree more on the 15 side of things, but we shall see. I also think that it's very unrealistic for you know Chicharito to come in and say, "Hey, we're going to win some." Some silverware, whereas you know, slots. Well, what is he supposed? To, what is he supposed to say? Yeah, <laughs> I just think that's like, yeah, we're gonna win like silver, like right now. Yo, chill. Hey, Chicharito, you're you're the highest paid player in MLS. What do what do you want to do? Zlatan. Well, you know, I just want to take it one game at a time. Say, Come on, man. Of course he's gonna say he want to win silverware. This, well, this I mean, is a team that's been building didn't... for that, though. Jaime, yeah, they but the, the thing is, it's like they couldn't do it with Zlatan. That team. They couldn't do it with Slatan. And you're telling me that he's better than Slaton? Oh, he's not. Yeah, but you don't Who's need to like like. Saying that he's well, he's not. He can't do it, Slaton. He can't. If Slaton can't do it, he's not going to do it. Definitely. And he's he doesn't even have the they're, the they're range of skill that Slaton does. Come on, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. He's lesser of a player. Is di- he's a different player, he but he's a less player. lesser of a of a round a well rounded player. Chick is uh, you're well versed in uh, Bible verses, right? David Goliath. The bigger guy doesn't always win. Correct. <laughs> That's correct. Take the chickens back to Sunday school. That's correct. <laughs> what does that have, What does that have to do with this, though? <laughs> well, because you're saying that he's not Slatan, that he's not going to be able to do it. I mean, they're different you know, players, but I just can't think of one aspect of Chicharito's game that's going to put him over the edge over Slatan. He need He needs his team. You know what I mean? He need. He's but more dependent on his to? team. He's more dependent on his teammates. Chicharito, Slatan was able to do more stuff on his own and like take take the team on his shoulders. Chicharito can't do what Slatan was able to do, and even Slat- and even with that advantage, Slatan wasn't able to do it. So Chicharito's going to need like Joel. You're saying that they've been slowly building up a team. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see. Let's see if that's true. I mean, I haven't seen two great of players. I've seen well, dude, from they, on the they offensive side. I think LAFC. Donut, right? 
I think LA, LAFC has had some better offensive players. Uh, the defenses was just horrific, but as far as offense, yeah, I think LAFC had like, better than, what, than Galaxy. What has changed? What has changed LA Galaxies that that's all all of a sudden has made them? Yeah. What, what other signing? What other signing yeah, have they got? Like, well, they yeah. were they were contenders since before. I mean, just because yeah. LAFC knocked them out doesn't mean that all of a sudden they suck. Uh, I mean, I'm more of a LAFC fan than Galaxy fan, but even LAFC fans gonna have to admit they weren't in the head to head. They weren't. The, I, I think the the playoff was the first time they beat them because they had not been able to beat them in the two years leading to that playoff game. That is correct. And so to all of a sudden say, oh, Galaxy is way better. I mean, LAFC is way better. It's, come on, man. We, we've seen Liguilla with Liga MX where sometimes Puebla makes it through Galaxy, and then they'll knock out. Galaxy ended in fifth position. You know what I mean? Like they, they weren't even like, you know, close. I know. That, these are like mid. The Galaxy and LAFC are sort of like middle, high mid-tier teams. When you talk about Atlanta or even Seattle – uh, then we're getting into like some the top teams, man. These guys are definitely going to be both teams are definitely going to be underdogs. Like there was no better this, team. This, than by way, this is, I just, just want to say this. This is just adorable. I'm not going to lie. What that we're finally talking about MLS? We finally stooped this low. We are talking about it. We're, we're, this is the future of of this is the future, man. MLS oh, is man. the future. MLS is the biggest no biggest league in the world. It's you know MLS <laughs> and Liga MX they are tied at the hip. We've been saying Can, for Cantina USA for many years on this podcast that uh, that that ultimately that that both leagues' success is going to depend on each other and. Uh, uh, you know, you know. I think the, the 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 sooner folks embrace that on both sides, I think the the, the, the much better things are going to be. The and only reason I'm talking about it's going to be a lot of fun. The only reason I'm talking to MLS is because Chicharito. If he wasn't there, if Vela wasn't there, I wouldn't. Uh... Gee, I, uh, that that is just amazing. Uh, I, 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 I wonder why uh, those teams sign those players. Because of Mexican Americans, Central Americans, just like Google said. <laughs> well, well I mean, balls are eyeballs, no matter where they come from. Exactly, Central Americans have. Uh, well, we've talked about it before. As far as even the national team side, they 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 have the culture for soccer. They yearn for a team, and uh, these are the teams that are up here. They can't go to Real Madrid or Manchester That's United great. games, so. Oof. Speaking of the uh, Premier League, uh, oh man, today's game. Uh, Raúl Jiménez had a had a just an absolutely terrific goal. Uh, it was beautiful. Set up the whole play himself. Uh, feeds the uh, uh, his his uh, super fast uh, winger buddy. Who's a Triori? Is that his name? Who, who then puts Adam up Adam this Triori? Just mm-hmm. this beautiful, just an, an absolutely picture perfect centering pass. That, that Raul just leaves and snaps and puts it in the corner. It was one of the best goals I've seen him score uh, in his uh, in his uh, club career for sure. Just just a great great goal. It, it was, was it was beautiful. And it was yeah, the timing. Was really, the timing yeah. of the goal too was huge. You know what I mean? And 
He's killing it out there in Wolves. And it's always Bobby Firmino for some reason coming in and breaking breaking. What hearts, a great man. player. Well, he did it to Mexico too. What a great player. He did that it guy to uh, Rayados. He, he just came in and scored the winner. Hey, you, you know why though? Liverpool does it, he does it again. Team. You know you know why he's you know why he's doing so well. I think Joel can give the answer if he looks up in his uh, in his scriptures. Firmino uh, recently. Firmino? Yeah, Firmino recent wasn't it Firmino? Oh, he recently he got got, uh, got baptized. Yes, he did get he did. Get so he's got by his uh, the goalkeeper. He's got Allison, right? Allison. Allison baptized him. He's got a special. Uh, he's got he's got the. He's got the special power to do great things on the pitch for you. The Allison's tears are what motivated him to score today. When, <laughs> were, were, you know, after he scored, and I heard the, um, you know, they broke into chants, the fans, the Si Senor, I forgot. Si Senor. But was that, was that about Firmino, though? No. Were they, they, were, were they making they... fun of... No, I think the Liverpools were singing that song, but they were no. singing it to Firmino. No, no, no. They, it was they, right after Liverpool, he scored. Liverpool was on the road. Yeah, yeah but, but they had their away fans. It's a small stadium. I don't know. If, uh, you, you might be right. Maybe they did use the same chant, but with his name. I mean, because cause, cause, uh, Wolves is in the first one. They didn't come up with that chant. It, it's an old chant. Oh, I don't know. And uh, I forgot. Yeah, it, and I forgot who... It, it was. It started in Argentina. It's a Termafito oh. Paez song. Oh wow! Uh, y, y da la alegría a mi corazón, and uh, somehow mm. it made its way to England. Yeah, it's it's pretty popular in Argentina. They still sing it. They use it for Libertadores though. Uh, but I forgot which player was getting sung to. But I think they did it like mocking wolves, you know. Huh. And I think they were well, singing it was, it, it, was, it was today at the end. Yeah, it was. It was you know. It was right yeah. after Firmino scored, and so right. I was like, because I I remember hearing the chant. I just thought, oh, they're just trying to egg egg roll on so we can score another goal. That's what I thought when I heard the chant. I, I thought the same, but I'm, I'm. But I'm I could pretty see, sure well, they I were. See, if they did do that, that's pretty brilliant. That's that's funny. But that was the other thing. Is that there at the end he did lay one off for the guy. And all he had to do was just push it. In the oh head. man, yeah. I yeah. saw that. From like four yards in front, you know how hard it is to kick it over the net, dude. If I was his, I coach, saw the coach losing it, man. If I saw the coach, I would have, I would have chopped his leg off, man. I would have been like, that's where they, that's where they say con el portero, man. Just <laughs> hit as hard as you can, man. Someone's going down. So speaking about Raúl, he is uh, obviously. He, he he killed his audition in the Premier League, and now he's gonna you make have, a lot of money. You have teams like Arsenal. Well, you have well, teams he's... like Manchester United that are are looking at and, Adam. And here's here's the chicha thing: the the does he leave? Like, would you leave? Because you're not getting any guarantees. Uh, the way he is at at Wolves, where he's like a very key player and fundamental part of that squad. He's not going to get that anywhere else. Well, so the reason why he's linked with uh, Arsenal is because uh, Luis Suarez is injured and they're looking to replace Luis Suarez with Aubameyang. So Arsenal would have shoes to fill and that's why they're thinking about Raul. And at Manchester United, Marcus Rashford is injured and he's out. So the reason why Raul's rumored to these teams is to legit be the, the, the guy. 
he's not going into a big club like that just to sit on the bench. No, this is like, yo, <laughs> this is an emergency situation. Eighty, ninety million bucks for him. Yeah. I mean, right now the bids start at seventy million for this kid. So I, you're not gonna see. Wait, did you say um, Luis Suarez? Is that another Luis Suarez, or is it the same one, Uruguayo? Uruguayo, he's injured. Yeah, he's out, man. He's out for the for the rest of the season. Wait, he said Arsenal. The reason, well, he's at Barcelona, right? Luis Suarez at Barcelona. Okay. So Barcelona is looking to buy Aubameyang or Carlos Vela. That's a, that's another player that is rumored. That'll never so happen. they're not letting him go. They're not letting him go. Yeah. But <laughs> they're saying that out of LAFC's colded hands. Well, Graysman, Graysman's there now, so I'm sure he's gonna. That matter. Are you kidding me? They're butt buddies, man. That's it like. Doesn't matter. <laughs> You, you tell me Graysman won't, won't be uh, convincing enough to, to get him. I'm telling you that LAFC won't allow it. Oh. Yeah, yeah they're going to I don't, I don't think it will happen either, but I just think it's pretty pretty interesting that, like, well, he tried it. Sure that they, 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 they still, might ask. He tried and, it and, before. And Vela, and Vela said it himself on a podcast that he he said he, he said was, it on this podcast he would, exclusively. He said that he, he would do it. He would have done it because it's Barcelona. Uh, that brings up a good point, though. I think LAFC, LAFC previously, like when it when when it was coming through, it would have been through the break. I think LAFC shut that down because they didn't want they didn't want him to you know potentially get injured uh, and things like that. So that's why I think it didn't work out previously. So I agree with everyone saying it's not going to work out in the future. It would be it would be better like if you know they don't even go to the playoffs. And then he's free on break, and you know he can go on loan real quick to Barcelona. But uh, you know that's a year Barcelona straight. Barcelona needs him right now, and well, yeah, no, he's, yeah, that, that's, start till... that's even remote of a possibility because the yeah. league's about to start. Yeah, yeah I mean I he wouldn't he's... even come back till till June at the earliest. So that's just not mm-hmm. gonna happen. But just nice to know that even now he's still he's still hot, man. He can still do it if he wanted to. If if the if all the moving parts were there, I think he he would still at his at his age still be able to compete in in La Liga. It's that special, like it's that dream, that special opportunity to play with Messi, to play on Barcelona and with those players. It's like a once, like it's like yeah, the only thing that would that would motivate yeah. him to do anything like that. That's how I feel every time I do a podcast with y'all. <laughs> like, how can you pass it out, man? And and um, who who mentioned that like uh, Vela found the love for the game again at an LA? Uh, it was uh, Russo. Yeah, saying that he's like he says that Chicharro's gonna do the same thing. So it's like I don't know. I think it's I think it's cool because I mean Vela never has always admitted he, this was a job for him, and you know he prefers basketball on his time off. So good for him. But yeah, Raul Jimenez, I don't think he leaves. I think he leaves in the summer, though. I think he's too. Yeah, high. I mean, they're going to make an offer that they can't refuse. I mean, it's it's going to be it's going to be yeah. ridiculous. Because I mean, unless Wolves yeah. somehow qualifies to Champions League, this team's going to get picked apart. Yeah, I mean, they're playing really well. I mean, it was important. I mean, they lost to Liverpool, who I believe they said had won fourteen games in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, with their way, which I'm assuming means Premier. That's that that's impressive. Undefeated. They've, they I think are, uh, yeah, I think it's like 40 games since they've lost. 
Yeah. Yep, it is 40. I think they tied Chelsea. So and, they tied, uh, and, and officially, they also tied Monterrey. Officially. <laughs> so, no, it was good to see uh, Raul do that, and uh, you know, I, I think that uh, his uh, the uh, a, a player with his skill set, which was in the uh, fits w- what that team does very well, and uh, you know, he, he he seems to be better better suited to to, to playing the. Uh, the long game like that, and, and it works out very well. And he's just a great passer of the ball. I mean, he really is. He made some. Uh, he's he's got a little Guatemalan in him because he's making passes with parts of his body. I, I saw him trying to make an ass pass today. <laughs> well, I, I just I I just did saw you, the I just that? I just saw the I just saw the clip of the goal, and it it just totally like watching it that pass that mm-hmm. he, that he gave so much lead on that pass where I was like, whoa, right. what what is it? What is that? That's too far. But it was perfect. I was like, whoa. <laughs> that was perfect, that pass. And it just totally surprised me. Like, what did he do with that pass? And, I, and I'm like, okay. Right. Yeah, he did perfectly. <laughs> like, surprises me. So my analysis of nope. that, of seeing and that play was to totally off. Soccer is such a beautiful sport. Because yeah. when, you see, when you see a play like that, where he, you know, he makes the move to get by the guy, to, the, the defender, and then he makes the pass. And then Troy, I think, touches it once to get it even more ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, to, to run by the defender, and then and then he centers it. So that's two, three. So in, in four touches of the ball, they go what sixty five yards, right? And they, and they were able to finish off play like that. I mean, that to me is what is is uh, is, is is why soccer to me is is such a beautiful sport. Is when when you see a play like that, it just I mean, it really is amazing. It reminded me sadly of. Uh, when Mexico played Uruguay and the goal that Uruguay scored was kind of the same thing. It was like just three touches and it was, a, uh, you know, and they went 60 yards and the, and the center was perfect. And the, the uh, I think it was Cavani, that, was it Cavani or Suarez that scored? I forget which one. They were both involved. And it, just, it was, it was just, a, just a perfect play. And those happen, you know, once every three or four games. It just, it, it just they happen so rarely. To have it just play out like that, just absolutely perfect. It's it's like when you're golfing, and uh, you know, for hacks like me, and you actually on a par four, you had a perfect drive and a perfect second shot, and you make your 15 foot putt, and and, and or you're a par five, and you, you know you go to and you make a birdie. It's just it, it just it, it never happens. So it was it was great to see. All right, gentlemen, do we? Uh, yes, yes. Oh, nothing. I just wanted to touch on some other players that played today uh, as far as in Europe. Um, nothing but straight losses. So Atletico Madrid lost in the Copa del Rey. Um, uh, Herrera played about 45 minutes. Guardado and Lainez both started in the Copa del Rey game, but their team got eliminated in penalties. And then also Nestor Araujo's team, Celta Vigo, also got eliminated in, in Copa del Rey. So is he uh, is he playing or is he still hurt? Who Araujo? Araujo. Yeah, he's playing. Oh, okay, I thought he I thought he'd been hurt. Well, yeah, good to have him back. Yeah. You know, and then and then you know, Chico Lozano is, is another classic example of of a guy who goes to a team, the coach likes him, he puts him, you know, he puts him out. And then gets they get... a few goals, <laughs> and then they, then the coach is gone, and now he's got this, you know, got two guys like he's like I don't, doesn't favor him at all, and has he hasn't played since. 
Yeah, which, which is what I'm, I'm, you know, like if you're Raul, do you leave that? Would you want to leave that? I mean, personally, I, I would love it's to a risk. be a, a club legend at Wolves, but unfortunately, yeah, he already is. I unfortunately, think he's, he's... it's they're they're a small club, you know, and and they're gonna have to sell their players, like you know, they're not gonna be able to keep. Well, I mean, players. they they. They are traditionally a small club, but mm-hmm. they didn't they get the, the well some good investors it. recently. Because yeah. a similar team that reminds me of Wolves was Southampton. They got promoted to the Premier League, and they had a, such a great team. And then Liverpool came in and just stripped all of their players, and I just see the same happening for Wolves. Well, I mean, let's. Uh, you know, as far as, like, say Raul goes to London, right? He goes to Arsenal. You know, he's lived in a big city before. You know, a big city with big city press where your face is plastered everywhere, if you're, you know, you know, win or lose, whatever it is. So it's not like he's never been through that before. So I don't think it'll be. Now, as I what pointed out, you know, what if there's a coaching change in the middle of the year and, uh, and then the but but I think Raul honestly is one of those guys that I think he's talented enough where the coaches go yeah I'm, I'm glad you're on my team so he's playing really well he uh, yeah I will say um, it's Jorge Mendez he's the he's got stake in Wolves and he he like if you look at the starting lineup like they're all almost half of them are being represented by Jorge Mendez including the coach so. I think that he it's in his best interest to keep the team as good as as as, as they can. But but yeah, he also, but it's sells. also in his best interest to sell the team yeah. exactly. That's how he makes his money. Well, yeah, you know, obviously, like his own personal money. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about this. So Chicharo, in in, in, in the years he's been in Europe, his the total of his transfer fees were sixty million. You know, every, everywhere it. he went, and he gets ten percent. Does he get ten percent? He gets ten percent, and then you know that 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 that's on top of the salary. So, you know he. Uh, I, Ouch! I, for for people to say that his career was a fracaso in Europe is like is like who's really saying that? <laughs> only 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 haters and trolls are saying that. I, I, no one is no one is going to say that. And, man, but hey, you know, going back to Raúl, he had that mega offer from China that he turned down. Right. He did. Man, what could have yeah. been? You know, he would have. That, that, that's that's why. That's why he didn't play for Benfica for a year and a half. because because he turned that offer down. They were going to yeah, sell. And, him, you, they, they wanted to sell for sixty million, and, and he said, "You know, here I have a choice. You know, kind of a, a, a dig at Blue America. In fact, it was a dig at Blue America. Wait, what happened to him at Blue America? Well, nothing. He just said that uh, that he had he had you know they off had this <laughs> offer and. At Club America, if they say, hey, we have this, he, we, he wouldn't have had a choice. Oh. He would have been gone. Yeah. Pretty much all of Liga MX, to be, to be fair. Sorry, Hoy. <laughs> but, but, you know, I like just going a bit into, because we talked about how difficult it is to make it in football. And, and had it not been for, for like, Mendes being tied to an agent like that and having those connections, he probably wouldn't have gotten that chance that he needed, you know? 
and and he because any other coach is highly doubtful. Any other coach at Wolves highly doubtful they would have they would have taken Raúl. Yeah, because last year he was on loan to Wolves. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget. Yeah, he yeah. Was. See, so newly so, promoted me... side, right? And they and they ended had, up six. They had nobody. They had no strikers. He was the striker, like right from the get go. They ended up sixth. They ended up sixth, and he had, I guess he had twelve goals because he had to get eleven. And he's up to twenty three in the Premier League, which is the most that any Wolves player has ever scored in the Premier League. That's crazy. So, well, they have been in the Premier League very, very often. Yeah. They only come up for like a year at a time, so it's not surprising. But I mean, you know, Wolves is, is a club. I mean, as as most English clubs do, have been around for a long time, and they do have some history, although none of it is recent. But, uh, but. Uh, I mean, it, it is certainly going to be a gamble, and uh, you know, even even talented players, you know, ride ride the pine. I mean, that's that's just the way it is because these teams have, uh, you know, they have they have a, lot, a ton of good players, and they have a coach that you know has, you know, for whatever reason, you know, ways that he wants to play and players that he wants to use, and you know, it's not like uh, other sports where there's unlimited substitutions, and. Uh, it, uh, it it's going to be a decision that he's going to have to make, and, but but it, but it, it is going to happen. I mean, they're 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 going to make some crazy offers, and, and you're right. It's going to be Arsenal. It's going to be Manchester United. Uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, if if Chelsea or even even Man City make offers. Uh, I, I would like to see him at Man City. Being Aguero's not going just, anywhere. <laughs> just because of Pep. Yeah, but Aguero, come on, man. Like they can't play together, or is no, it... he can't, man. Man City's too stacked. He he would ride the pine there for sure. He'd be he'd be spit shining Aguero's boots. Yeah, but they but they they're they're gonna blow it up because because they're not uh, they're not they're not they're not winning the way they were before. That they're not as they're not as strong as they as they've been. So they they're up there. They will be selling some pieces for sure. And as far as Chucky Lozano, his future might be in the Prem League for Everton. That's the the rumor because Naples, Napoli, they're they're ready to offload this guy in the summer. So uh, Everton's one of the teams that were interested with him um, when he was at PSV, and they're still interested in him. So we'll see how that works out for for Chucky. Hopefully Isn't that where his just... coach went? Is that where Ancelotti went? Oh, that's right. Huh. Interesting. Sounds like a good place for Chicken to go if that's the case. Because you've got a coach that believes in you. That is a good spot for him to be. All right. So uh, I think we've covered everything we need to cover here in the Guy Mackey's podcast uh, tonight. Uh, a lot, a lot of good, uh, a lot of good discussions. Uh, uh, Chivas predictions, boys. So, do we both uh, uh, win-win, Joel? Well, let me see. Chivas Toluca. At home, go with yes. All right. So, are you, are, you, are you just gonna just pour a little one out for 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 Chepo after the win? <laughs> yeah, I'm hurting for Chep because. 
two straight losses, you know. But but it is Toluca, like we said. They're one of the clubs that is willing to, you know, Suffer. they're not going to hang you at the at the yeah. They're, they're willing to to let you get your footing. You know, they they were La Volpe for so long, which is surprising. So yeah, I, I think uh, it's going to take. Uh, good guy. So, 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 so can win in, in the 17 games he plays. As long as he wins 16, you're you're okay with that. No man, I he'll do good. It's just I I, I want uh, more Mexican coaches doing right. well and and coaching, and he's one of the better ones, uh, despite his you know the stigma he has. So for what happened, national. Right. And aside from all of that flowery talk, you want Chivas to just bury his head in the dirt. <laughs> you want you want him to kick him while he's down. Yeah, he can bounce back take, the following week. Take his gancitos and his lunch money. <laughs> Man, send him A L V for just one week only. And Jaime, you you expect a big a big a big Chivas win as well. Despite, five, the, five, despite, six, the loss, despite the loss midweek, let's not forget that Chivas are the super leaders currently, and we will continue to defend that uh, on Saturday at 7 o'clock. They're at home, and Toluca aren't in the best shape. I'm confident that this is going to be a 3-0 victory for, for Alajara. Um, and I just hope uh, Alexis Vega gets a speedy recovery because we're definitely going to need that guy. And who would you say uh, Jaime has been has been Chivas's best player in the in, in, in the first two weeks of the season? Um, I'm a big fan of Beltran in the midfield. He's just been bossing, and I will say that just the few glimpses of Chico that I've seen, man, he is he's the truth. And I'll admit, man, I missed trophies on on Tuesday. He was definitely missed. And hopefully he's in the starting lineup on Saturday. Well, it took you it took you a while to get there, but but you did land on the right answer. So, uh, so. <laughs> he did better than your Pumas. He did better than Tata Martino. <laughs> they didn't even have trophies on any list. As far as Pumas, you guys have it have a tough one against Rayados on Sunday. I'm Is po- it, uh, home or away? It's home. I'm positive in any home game. So they could they oh, could yeah, end up yeah, they could end up spank, spanking the uh, Rayados. Well, exactly. They're catching the Rayados at the right time, just just as they're getting going and up in the altitude. It's uh, it, it, it it's a good time to get them. So maybe maybe Pumas can eke out. If Celaya could score three on Rayados, you know what's stopping him? Hey, hey man, Pumas scored four goals last week for for the first time in like fifteen years. There is there is hope for Pumas to. No, I think they can get it. I think they can at least uh, squeeze out a squeeze out a point out of that. But, 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 but this is the time to get Monterrey. So hopefully uh, they can take advantage of that and maybe get a win out of it. And, uh, so sadly, no, no one two games they had grupo, so it's just it's just a leader. There's no such thing as super leader. 
<laughs> I don't know, man. Super leader sounds pretty nice. Super chiva. That was back when they, when they had groups that didn't mean anything. They were just groups. Yes. They, they were. were they had like four groups, and each group had the leader. And out of the leaders, the team with the most points, the leader with the most points was the super leader. Doesn't make sense now when they're calling Chiva super leader and they're right. what one point away from 12th place or two points from 12th. Well, they, they have four they points. Haven't, they they haven't points. conceded any goals though, and that's what makes them super. Yeah, leaders. but 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 I mean, to me, super leaders, you have at least a 12 point lead. You could lose three, four games. Well, let's at least three, three. I'm gonna say four. Let me just have my and, moment, okay? And, can I just enjoy this moment that we're? I, we can. We, Cantina, we we like to educate, uh, you know, pass some knowledge, so that our listeners are are well versed in all things Liga MX, and because I, I think. <laughs> no, I think it, it's very misleading, as well as like the Galactico term just creates false expectations where it's like you know all, all of a sudden you're expecting way more of a team Chivas in reality went from not being able to qualify to five straight Ligillas so all of a sudden they're galactic I mean come mm-hmm. on man so it's just, and then now it's just they're tied with what three other two other teams for first place and they're super leaders let me just have my moment, bro. Let me just have my moment, bro. I obviously know, bro. You don't have you don't have to spell it out for me. You don't have to take out the crayons. I know. It's just wait a minute. You know, black and white. As of right now, as of right now, as of right now, we're on top, and uh, we'll see how it goes. All right. Well, we'll. Uh... So, so I'm, I'm just, I'm hoping, I'm hoping for y'all's sake next week that that we can open the show as we always do after after a Chivas win. With... Primero que nada, hay que felicitar a Chivas porque ganaron diez. La neta, hay que dejarnos de tonterías. So, no, I think we need another loss for for things to go back to reality. Was that was that Lady Aguila or Lady Máquina? That was Lady, no, that was Lady Aguila. Lady Máquina. Well, I'll tell you what, I bet you we need to start. Wrapping those up again because there's a new one, John. There's a new one. I forgot. She's Lady Something, and she's somehow tied to Trophies. I don't know oh, if really? it was Trophies' ex-girlfriend or the ex-girlfriend was the one taking the video. She's the girl that that threw the the beer. Yes. Is, is it? Is it her? Hang on. Yeah. Is, is it, I think I have her. Is is it this one? K Ching. No, she's she's in an Atlas game, she, she and then was... some guys got in a fight over thinking, her. Uh, no, no, they thought some dude oh. thought it was a group of guys next to her that threw it at him, and they're so, like oh, about so to she, get in a fight on her. So on Instagram, like her live story, she recorded herself throwing beer at someone at the Chivas game, and then she laughed. Isn't it an Atlas game? No, it was a Chivas game, and then, um, and then, like the next, the next slide or the next story is her, like some dudes, like getting hella mad at each other because they thought that it was somebody else, and she's like, "No, it was me." 
And then, Do you know how offensive that is? Like we're Peruvians. <laughs> and then uh, everybody snitched on her, and Chivas actually banned her from the stadium. <laughs> she's been banned. I mean, cause she was stupid enough to put on her own IG, and she's like a pretty popular person in Mexico because I think she was dating trophies. Because I follow her on IG. I'm like, wait, how do I know this girl again? Oh, yeah, she was Trophy's <laughs> girlfriend. Oh, man. Well, good, good trophies is leaving that that lifestyle behind. He's some more wholesome trophies now. Taking his vitamins, saying his prayers. What Imagine if Bocho you know? ended up on the team and then. <laughs> <laughs> Which you might still. Not, they're still grumbling. You know, I, 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 for, for, for y'all's sake. That, that that this season I, I can I can go the entirety of this season without playing this. Chiva, don't make me laugh. So just Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so the, there was more um news on Pocho, like his B sample was gonna get get him in the clear or something, or what was it? Yeah, they were, they were gonna try. Bonilla. Then. Well the Bonilla, the, the the league president said that in case there was uh I guess it's still up to Chivas like like he was cleared and she was still wanted him they were gonna like make a petition to fifa or something to to try to do the transfer again yeah. which would be so awkward because it's like well, hey. well has, it, has the b sample even been cleared yeah well i mean <clears throat> if it's like the last sample we're going to have to wait six months. Very <laughs> we'll know in six months, John. Pump the brakes on the, on the Pocho back to Chivas talk because it's uh, – I mean, it sounds to me the way that Belias had it is that, it, it, that there's a lot more to it than just a positive. Yeah, no, there is. There is. Uh, they're saying he's been just sniffing the funny stuff for a while, not just – on the blow for a bit, yeah, like uh, Negro Samurai. Yeah. So. Yeah. Or cool it with the bottle. There's also another player in the league that um, failed the drug test from Pachuca. So maybe they went out partying. It's probably it's probably. Bueno, chavos. Bueno, chavos. I gotta. Yeah, I too. That's a that's a. That's a good time that cut off as well uh but anyway I, i'm glad to have you guys with us here on the cantina mickey's podcast uh as Joel said he stepped off uh albert thanks for, for hopping on as always and setting everything up yeah man thanks for thanks for time it yeah time it thanks 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 for for coming on and and uh reminding us that the the the, the, the chivas are, are, are the greatest team in in in, in world history again <laughs> Thank you guys for having me. Listeners, hope you guys have a great night and I'm very excited for this weekend. My name is John Jagu. We'll be back next week on the Cantina Mekis podcast on behalf of Juan Aceves and Jaime Landeros and Albert Campa. We wish you guys the best of luck and we'll talk to you guys again next week. <laughs>